0: Robots Radio presents You're listening to the Dungeons and Dragons Lorecast, the best way for everyone from experienced dungeon masters to those curious about D&D to learn more about the worlds, creatures, and lore of Dungeons and Dragons. Hello, welcome to the Dungeons and Dragons Lorecast. My name is Sergio.
1: And I am Mary.
0: And we are here once again to, to talk some D&D lore. That's what we're here for, right? That's, 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 that's why we yeah. do this whole thing. That's why I'm here. That's what I'm this whole operation is about.
1: That's what we're doing here in this place. Locked and away in this tower. Slaving that, over these books. It's such oh, torture. It,
0: oh yeah, like reading and researching D&D lore. Oh my gosh, not not more, no. Oh no. We uh we are less than a month away from Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. It's true. Yeah. A live action big budget D&D movie.
1: I'm so excited.
0: You know we're we're not talking the the 2000s D&D movie that even I mean even if you were like the biggest D&D fan in 2000 and knowing kind of like what 2000 the year 2000 like fantasy movies look like yeah. or looked like even by that by those standards you're kind of like know. this movie looks not great um so like we you no, know, not not even that not even the, the direct to dvd sequels <laughs> the second of which i think was only direct to dvd in europe i believe
1: Something like that. Yeah. I didn't know that there were more than one. I thought there was just the one. I didn't know about the direct to DVD stuff.
0: Yeah. There's uh, so, you know, direct to DVD, not always the best quality.
1: I I was going to say, as I understand it, it was probably for the best that they kind of like snuck it out there.
0: I mean, there's, you know, there is a certain charm to the like the kitschiness of it all. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, when I think D and I I haven't seen anything like it. I haven't seen anything that, you know, in my mind's eye resembles it until, right. you know, I, I see the trailers for honor among thieves and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, like that looks, Oh, that looks closer than we've ever gotten. And so as a result, I'm, I'm very there. hopeful. Yeah, we're getting Definitely. there. We're getting there. And we will, you know, we'll, we'll see at the end of March, whether or not we got there or if, if we're disappointed, but I I am hopeful great cast uh great uh you know uh, crew behind it you know the directors and writers have a pretty good pedigree as far as running yeah. you know doing some you know um the combination like kind of action comedy sort of thing so yeah uh but i i bring all that up because that first trailer came out and it was controversial there was some controversy about it
1: mm-hmm.
0: um not just you know from not just from the from the edgelords online that, you know, that hate yeah. everything and, and don't right. want to see anybody happy. Uh, right. Like how right. dare they make a and D movie. Um, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because there was a Druid character who wild shaped into an owl bear. And that's controversial because according to wild shape, you know, owl bear is not a creature that a, that a Druid can wild shape into, yep. at least not according to current rules the playtest rules that we talked about last week that you can now find on dndbeyond.com uh, change that but you know raw Dude. rules as written right currently as it stands no no i will no, say al- no albert
1: i will say i would allow it at my table
0: Oh, yeah. I have you know.
1: a. The first character I played was a druid, and part of her. So, her druidic focus is actually a raven skull with two owlbear feathers on it from one that she had in, you know, cannot, Kana- or, you know, as my, my backstory. I didn't play my backstory, you know, like some of your guys have apparently, or like you guys were doing this last weekend, but had one to where it was like a like a friend familiar type thing. So I was able mm-hmm. to swing Well, she was really familiar with them. So she should be able to change into it, but can we limit the number of times or anything like that because of, you know, rules as
0: written. Right. Rule of cool versus rules are written. You know, like, exactly. there's always a nice like compromise in the middle of that. Mm-hmm. But that got me thinking, you know, and, and, you know, what exactly, like what, what's an bear all about? You know, I, I, I'm relatively familiar with them, but let's go ahead and you know let's let's do what we do here and lore dive into the owl bear. I am owl for it. Oh, it's going to be a hoot. This is going to. Hmm.
1: I'm unbearable. Okay, carry on.
0: Are you done? Are we? Are we? Are we you am I done? <laughs>
1: am I done, Sergio?
0: For the tie bead.
1: Oh, for now, yeah. I can. Okay, I can right. Put a cork on it for a minute.
0: That's D and D lore cast lore and puns apparently
1: welcome to the tower we serve uh, puns and lore
0: <laughs> so an owl bear screech echoes through dark valleys and benighted forests piercing the quiet night to announce the death of its prey feathers cover the thick shaggy coat of its bear-like body and the limpid pupils of its great round eyes stare furiously from its owlish head that's the description from the fifth edition version of the Monster Manual, and uh, the, the owl bear's is cool. The owl bear is obviously a large uh, magical or fae, a fae wild beast that looks exactly like what you would think. It looks like a, a, a like a bear shaped owl, like a giant bear with like an owl head,
1: mm-hmm. and feathers and fur mixed together.
0: Right, as I understand.
1: I. I want one. I'd
0: boop it. Well, we'll talk about if you're if if one is able to boop an owl bear like here in, in a bit. <laughs> uh, but as is, you know, a full grown male can stand as tall as eight feet tall and weigh up to a hundred uh, or a thousand one thousand five hundred pounds. So they can get very large. And uh, like you said, they're covered with a thick coat of both feathers and fur. Uh, the males' mm. coats are often uh, a darker color. And in general, their coats can range from uh, like a brown blackish to a yellowish brown. Mm -hmm. Uh, So essentially like, you know, what you would think like a combination of like what what, the colors of a bear and the colors of an owl. Right. It has this beak that is not only hooked, but it's also serrated, which is always fun. I'm sure that I'm sure uh, adventurers love the, you know, the feel of that biting into them. That
1: sounds like a steak knife. (laughs) It's, (laughs) It's,
0: <laughs> there, there's, there's that Texan coming out of you, <laughs> relating everything to the bovine stakes. Uh, so and it's usually a uh, dull ivory or a yellowish mm-hmm. color. And then uh, there's, of course, those eyes, those, those horrible red rimmed eyes. I, I can't imagine having a creature like that staring at me.
1: It sounds amazing.
0: That's because, like again, we we have already agreed that you are going to die booping something that shat, that shat be booped.
1: That's true. I'm gonna end up hurting myself petting something shouldn't have been petted. But if that's how I get taken out, what a way to go! I'll probably make a pun about it on my way out too. So,
0: so and. You shouldn't you shouldn't boop the owlbear because they are notoriously aggressive and ferocious. They are among the most feared predators in the wilderness. So mm, you're just telling me not to is gonna make me wanna do it more. Oh jeez. Okay, so <laughs> there's there's no need to boop the owlbear. Um okay, so- for, for one, we don't know where they came from. How are you gonna boop huh. something you don't know where it came from?
1: I mean, I guess, but how did they Wait, so you,
0: there's no there are no theories history on where
1: they came from. Oh, okay. There
0: are okay. theories. And so, you know, and but there's nothing concrete and so that's this has become like a long running argument amongst scholars. So, the most widely held theory was that the first albear uh was essentially, you know, um well, you think whenever like uh, like Frankenweenie, that's the mm-hmm. Tim Burton movie, <laughs> Yep. Um except magic, except except of except demented science, you have demented magic, uh, and some sort of mage, some wizard, some sorcerer, whatever maybe, uh <laughs> use magic to cross a bear and a giant owl. And so, you know, boom, owl bear.
1: Just I A long running argument among scholars sounds like the way to say that they didn't give it a history and a lot of the players in the community have just kind of gone back and forth. And so they're like, yeah, that's it. There's a,
0: we are the scholars. We're the the scholars.
1: It's us. Oh, that's terrifying. Oh,
0: scholars be arguing. It's us. We be scholars.
1: It's me. I'm scholars.
0: Uh, And so, yeah, that's the most widely held theory. Um, Some accounts reject this notion, but, you know, but don't offer anything (laughs) in its place. Like, that's dumb. Well, what do you think? I don't know. (laughs) Like a toddler. (laughs) Right, exactly. Um, There are some elves, some very old elves that uh, have recollections of owlbears having been around for millennia, many millennia, in fact, and a few fey. Claim that owl bears have always been found in the Feywild. Mm-hmm. So, if that's correct, then they would have somehow originated as Feywild predators before somehow, you know, finding their way into the material plane into our world. Uh, our right. world being the D and D world, you know, at some point in time, right? In like the ancient past. Um, in the wake of the time of troubles, though, a new theory was put forth that creatures like owl bears and others were actually abominations created in previous gods wars you know the time of troubles was this very you know cataclysmic you know uh time where you know gods were killed and gods mm-hmm, be- not, mm-hmm. became not gods and uh was and that so, very, like, um,
1: troublesome you might say
0: it, it was, yeah, it was, a t- it was a time of troubles, yes. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. aptly named. I love and, it when they do that. Yeah, it's like, look, like, like it's late. We're trying to get home. It's just, what, what's going on? There's a lot of trouble going on. That's a time of trouble. Let's go. Let's get out. Let's clock out. Um, so yeah, so uh, essentially owl bears were created during another period like this and then somehow, you know, survived it and continued on. Because <laughs> as our good friend Jeff Goldblum likes to say life will find a way
1: it's true
0: so the owl bear uh some of its like biological facts are really cool it can rotate oh. its forearms as like a, like a human can which you oh. would think like you know like, okay big deal but that gives it a greater strength and agility than your regular bear oh. as well as a wider range of attack like it can grapple prey like it can it can literally bear hug you
1: oh not
0: snuggly no beak no (laughs) remember the serrated remember the serrated beak we talked about remember that yeah i guess um also (laughs) it has like while it has like four facing eyes like both owls and bears Mm -hmm. it can rotate its head up to 270 degrees um you know because it has 14 neck bones Oh, uh, if you are not familiar, humans only have seven neck bones. And that I learned that about my body from D and D I've been living my whole life with seven <laughs> neck bones and not having any idea about it I until no, I did this research. I had no clue
1: how many neck bones I had I didn't I was even researching owlbears. I didn't. Yeah.
0: Like I was never like, I wonder how many freaking neck bones. I, I thought it was like all one bone, the neck bone. <laughs> Oh, right
1: no, you get no you have vertebra that's what they're for those
0: are your back that's your back
1: those all the way up into the back of your head look
0: regardless we <laughs> can only turn our heads 180 degrees That's true. but if we had 14 neck bones like an owl bear we could turn it 270 degrees
1: how terrifying would that be as a child if your mother could do that
0: Oh, well, and it says it can whip its head around with shocking (laughs) speed. I'm sure like, and I feel like, you know, at a certain point, like moms are like gifted 14 neck bones, at least for a while.
1: It's true. We get a pair of eyes installed in the backside of our head that nobody can see. So nobody really knows. But
0: Some extra neck bones, some extra eyes, you know.
1: Yeah. Stuff like that.
0: Uh, They also have that uh, transparent third eyelid that like, Mm. um, I know dogs have, I don't know. I'm. I don't know about cats, but I know dogs have that weird, like, sideways eyelid. Yeah. Um, that guards against, like, dust, dirt, you know, bright lights, stuff like that. Right. Um, and you, uh, uh, the owlbear's uh, ears are, it says that they're asymmetric, which is unusual. Interesting. One is somewhat higher than the other, which lets it know exactly the lo- to be able to locate the origin of any sound. That makes it cuter that its ears are all wonky. It's got wonky ears, but. Yes. It helps that helps it catch its prey right, and then uh owl bears could yeah. you know either you know uh be active during the day or be nocturnal uh mm-hmm. and it's, it says it's according to the habits of the local prey, so you know if if whatever it's hunting you know and it's yeah. you know usual usual haunts uh yeah. if, you know is awake during the day will send the, then the owl bear will be awake during the day, but if you know you got you know um some like you know uh night owl. <laughs> uh-huh. praise there i can i can pun i can't pun you could you could you could pun a little bit i can pun a little bit Uh um, okay you're in training
1: i'm, we'll I'm apprenticed
0: a in training
1: you are yeah you've got an expert teacher too so you'll get there
0: so the so owl bears they are i don't want to say they're dumb but i mean they okay. there's not they're not really um like cunning in in a in the traditional like, you know, predator sense. You know, like I right. mean they're they're pretty average when it comes to their intelligence.
1: hmm
0: You know, they're they're more cunning than in the owl. Um, but you know, but they're still just they're just aggressive. They're I mean they're just essentially they are murder creatures. <laughs> I can't you want to hug them so badly, but all they all they they, they just want to kill. They just want to eat and kill and sleep.
1: I love that you're, uh, they're not the, I don't want to say they're dumb, but they've got a three for an intelligence. Score. I don't
0: know if any owl bears are listening to this and I don't want to offend any, any owl bears and have them come <laughs> for me.
1: That's fair. That's fair.
0: So they're incredibly aggressive, uh, obstinate, you know, famous for their, uh, ferocity and their foul temper. And it's it says that they go as far as to attack almost anything that moves. Like anything larger than a mouse and anything that they thought they could kill, they will attack on site without any provocation. They're just so, angry. So yeah, so the this is this is one of those uh creatures, you know, you have you always have that party that um is always gonna to try to avoid combat. Like it's always like one or the other. They either fight everything or they don't want to fight anything.
1: Yes. Absolutely. And so
0: they're like, I'm gonna to try to talk to them, or I'm gonna to try to, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know compromise with them. Uh no, owl bears them- is something you can throw. The DM can throw at them, be like, they don't wanna talk, they don't wanna compromise. They just they wanna eat you. Owlbears
1: don't compromise.
0: Owlbears don't compromise. <laughs> 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 uh so they they hunt so much because they have insatiable appetites, oh, you know, I imagine. which is like, it says it's more than they, a giant owl and a bear combined. And uh, it says a hungry owl bear fears nothing. Uh, and it says like, you know, if, if it, I mentioned earlier that it would attack anything that they thought they could kill a hungry owl bear. Doesn't even care about that. You know, not even uh, something bigger, something seemingly stronger,
1: Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm.
0: anything is going to keep it, uh, from fighting to the death in order to eat if it's hungry.
1: So you're saying there's a chance or what? That's what they feel like. Like, Oh, I'm not supposed to fight that. I oh, can't take it down. I'm so you're hungry. Yeah. There's a chance.
0: They, yeah, they, 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 don't, they're not themselves. If they're, if they're hungry, someone Maybe get that out of a Snickers. Snickers.
1: <laughs> there it is.
0: <laughs> so yeah, there's like little instinct for self-preservation they just like they want to satisfy that that desire to eat that hunger. I love it. It says uh only one that is already well fed mm-hmm. uh will be disinclined to attack a superior foe or risk its life. Right. So, you know, we talked about how you know ferocious it is and how aggressive it is. Um, but that is also its key weakness because you know, it's so single-minded, so tunnel visioned that it can mm-hmm. easily be lured into some kind of trap, you know, like running off a cliff, you know, come, like you know, running into a, a cage of sorts, whatever it may be. Right. So that's you know, its you know, biggest asset can also be its undoing. Right. So owl bears communicate via hooting and screeching. You know, mm-hmm. pretty typical for, for an owl. Mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. at high volume and with a range of pitches and durations.
1: Also like a toddler.
0: Also like a toddler. I yes. just
1: think owlbears are just angry, like they're just toddlers. Just trapped toddlers in giant violent body.
0: <laughs> with serrated beaks.
1: With serrated beaks.
0: I mean, yeah, if I if I threw like if I tarred and feathered a toddler and gave it a serrated this- beak, I'd be like, oh, that's probably that it has all the mannerisms and personality of an owlbear. owlbear. <laughs>
1: My toddler, she has the personality of an owlbear. She's lovely.
0: I, I love this fact. It says that if an owlbear is wounded in a fight, uh, they mm-hmm. have a screech that is so loud that it stuns nearby creatures. Oh, which then the owlbear could then, you know, obviously take advantage of. That yep. That's very cool. I mean, that is I like that. That, that is a nice little uh, tip. That's a nice little trick for the DM to pull out.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: Uh, even at the point of death. Uh, an owlbear would fight as vigorously as it would when healthy. So there's no kind of like, you know, running off to lick its wounds. Like it's right. to the burger. It's at, It's going to fight to the death. Love it. Uh they also hooted and screeched to signal their territory and mm-hmm. to drive prey into their hunting grounds. And also it's a way to attract a mate. So, which I read that and I thought like, like screeching and hooting and like loud, like, you know, just kind of screaming sort of things. I'm like, Mm -hmm. that's also how screamo bands attract mates. It's true. Right? (laughs) I mean, it's not wrong, right? I'm not wrong. No, you're not wrong.
1: Not entirely wrong. I don't like it.
0: You don't like it, but I'm not wrong. But
1: you're not wrong.
0: And so uh, owlbears are entirely carnivorous. And this might be my favorite fact that I'm about to get to here at the Mm -hmm. end of this little section. They are entirely carnivorous Um, and when an owlbear successfully catches its prey it tends to consume uh, at least part of it on the spot and then drags the rest back to its lair where Mm -hmm. you know they they store it for later you know some leftovers a little doggy bag
1: right right
0: Um, parts of the carcass are then stashed amongst amongst or like hanging on like rocks or bushes or trees and and, uh, additionally an owlbear is not uh is not above scavenging a carcass that it might find right um but the sole exception to their carnivorous diet is honey which i just think i thought of like you know yogi and winnie the pooh (laughs) (laughs) and i don't know like just something about like an owlbear with like this is like sitting, like on it, like sitting up, like mm-hmm. like Winnie the Pooh does, like on its mm-hmm. butt, like with its like paw, and, and a giant and jar of honey. <laughs> Maybe with like some dead like adventurers like strewn about.
1: It's a giant barrel of honey, and they're sitting there all cute, like. But the adventure party's dead around. Right,
0: them. exactly. Like slash marks, like claw marks on mm-hmm. on their face. Um, but a, a jar of honey can be used as bait for owl bear hunters.
1: That is the cutest thing I've ever
0: heard uh their favorite hunting grounds are often dense wooded areas that they're gonna that they're gonna be familiar with, and that prey you know will find it hard to escape through um owl bears also whenever they do catch their prey, they uh tear them into chunks and then swallow them whole as as owls do and then once uh you know once they've swallowed the flesh is digested in their stomach, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. bones fur leathers uh you know anything like not meat uh is then uh churned into pellets and regurgitated Mm -hmm. and so then you can find these pellets uh like around its layer so that's how you you know as opposed to like you know droppings be like oh hey there's like um there are owlbear pellets around here there's probably an owlbear layer close by Mm -hmm. i love it uh, and then finally, owl bears are poor at climbing trees, uh, mostly because of their how giant they are, right? Um, and so you think, like, I'm just going to climb up this tree. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll be fine here. Uh, the, it says the owl bear just simply waits under the tree. It's just going to oh. wait for you. You can't stay up there forever, my guy. He sits
1: down, pulls out his reading glasses, sets them on his beak, and starts thumbing through the recipe book.
0: Exactly. Like, oh, I should try that one. Oh, I've uh, never had braised fighter before. It
1: sounds delicious.
0: Or they might just even just try to knock the tree down. Oh, one way or the other. Like, one of the, if that climbing a tree is not, is not a good way to escape an bear. just let that be known.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Understood. I will, uh, I can't climb trees anyway. So wouldn't be a problem.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, your character.
1: Oh, yeah. Character's good. Yeah, for sure.
0: I mean, we already have established that you would not es- I wouldn't try to hesitate. escape. You would try to boop. You would die right then and there. I would try to climb a tree and get away. If you and I were walking in a dense forested area mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and look down and say, like, hey, are those are those owlbear pellets? And then all of a sudden, this owlbear, you know, jumps out of nowhere. I'm running, climbing a tree. You just got to be faster
1: than me. Like... I- just gonna throw it out there
0: well i mean knowing your proclivities like knowing that you would probably want to try to boop it anyway i might give you a, like a little shove toward in the, the right bear. direction <laughs> just like oh it's you, your dream
1: i like you but if an bear's chasing us i'm tripping you
0: i'm, I'm tripping you that's all there mm-hmm. is to it that's uh, when that being said let's jump to the middle of the show really quick uh thank the patrons <laughs> check out the dm's guild and uh yeah. figure out what else is going on in the world of D. <laughs> Welcome to the middle of the show where, where we do all the middly stuff, all the mm-hmm. stuff that's, that's not quite beginning-y and not mm-hmm. quite ending-y, but mm-hmm. very middly.
1: It's, uh, it's got to go in the middle, like a delicious uh, Lorecast sandwich.
0: This is, this is the meat of the Lorecast sandwich right here, mm-hmm. where all the magic happens. I thought it was just the melty cheese bit
1: that goes in the middle perfectly.
0: Is this a grilled cheese sandwich? If the Lorecast were a sandwich, what kind of sandwich would we be? Oh, man. All right. Think about that. In the meantime, let's thank our patrons. Yeah.
1: yeah um, thanks. Uh, Sergio threw me off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now I'm hungry. Now I want to. sandwich. I'm
1: hungry and all I can think about is melting cheese. Um, no, seriously, though, thank you. Uh, we deeply appreciate our patrons, everything you guys do. The support makes all of this possible. Um, and... It just, uh, we, we do, we just appreciate having you guys around if you want to join and maybe, you know, get some cool stuff sent to you. Like, you know, some of our wizard and deity level patrons get every three months. Um, our buddies, Tex and Darkwing and coffee get stuff sent to them every few months. Just a merch, coffee mugs, hats, all kinds of neat stuff sent to you as an appreciation gift. Um, you want to join our Patreon, you can find us at dndlorecast at patreon.com.
0: Yeah, there's a there's a several different levels that you can join mm-hmm, at. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the lowest of which is five bucks, which gives you um, early ad-free episode, like access to the shows. You get your own Patreon feed. Uh, you get the pre-show banter that Mary and I do. Usually just uh, ridiculous stuff. That's it's, it's, as hard it is, is as it is to believe, more ridiculous than what we actually talk about on the show.
1: That is very true. Yeah, uh, but mm-hmm.
0: yeah, we're also changing up the. Uh, we're making some big changes to the show here uh, at the end of this month. Actually, as we go mm-hmm. into year four of right. the uh, of the Lorecast, mm-hmm. and um, and so we're going to be actually adding a major feature to that uh, to the level uh, to the apprentice level uh, tier of the Patreon. So. Uh, if you're interested in that, check it out, you know, the scholar level, uh, not only do you get the early ad free episodes, uh, you also get a sticker pack. You also get all the bonus content that we put out, mm-hmm. the bonus episodes that we release every month, as well as the patron plus installments. Yep. Uh, we also have like a the aforementioned wizard level and deity level, which you get At the very least you get, you know, free merchandise every three months, t-shirts, right. hoodies, tote bags, all that cool stuff. And the DD level is really cool, it has a bunch of awesome features. Yeah, uh like, yeah, like we absolutely. will play in your game with you. We'll mm-hmm. play a session with you. We will run a game for you. Uh a bunch of cool stuff. So if you're interested in that, if you're interested in supporting the show, uh all the money that we get goes back into making the show bigger and better. Yeah. And we are very excited, those aforementioned changes uh, that mm-hmm, are coming. Mm-hmm. We are very excited about yeah. a lot of them. Upcoming of fourth them, really.
1: birthday. And uh, Wizards saw it fit to release the movie right around our uh, anniversary date. I know. They're like, so. oh, wait. Isn't that so sweet of them?
0: When's the lower cast birthday? End of March? Let's release the movie. Let's do it March. then.
1: Let's do it then.
0: So so thanks. We appreciate
1: that. We appreciate
0: it. Uh <laughs> Speaking of D&D news, uh, like everything is really just, you know, barreling towards the release of the movie. Uh, the play test uh, for the Druid and for the Paladin is still out there. Uh, you know, we talked about last week. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they're releasing the the Funkos here pretty soon that uh, tie oh. into the movie. You can still get the Dicelings. Uh, I saw someone posted a picture on a DD and d Facebook group that I'm a part of. Mm-hmm. You know, you can find the gelatinous cube in action figure, I guess, uh, at Walmart, which is, you know, I, it's, you know, the more people that play the game, the better.
1: Yes. Absolutely. You, know, the,
0: you know, not everyone who starts playing is going to continue playing. uh. But, you know, the more exposure that the game has, the better because, you know, you might have a kid who, like, this is exactly what they've what they been need. looking for. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what, you know, how they find, like, you know, their people. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely.
0: And then transition that into playing other ttrpgs yep you know from you know the other big ones like uh like pathfinder to Mm -hmm. the up-and-coming you know the the uh games from like mcdm or from cobalt press Mm -hmm. or like the indie games that you know that are that are coming along it's you know this is a golden era in ttrpgs and i couldn't be happier to be part of it there's just
1: there is something for everybody out there if you just go look oh yeah
0: i just look around a little. Just just check it out. And uh, speaking of uh, like homebrew stuff and, and indie creator stuff, mm-hmm. uh, this week's DMs Guild uh, Pick of the Week, it's a little, uh, little uh, kind of like one-off adventure. Uh, and, you know, to coincide with our owlbear talk, it is from Nick Chira or Kira, C-H-I-R-A, the 125th Annual owlbear hunt now this is just a you know short introductory adventure uh Uh-oh. right now it's on sale um, for 35 Ooh. cents but it's normally only 50 cents get a pdf for less than for half a buck it says welcome back to bradenwood this introductory adventure takes the adventurers from the city to the forest as they attempt to win the annual owl Bear hunt the prize lots of gold and the deed to a city in this to a house in the city This is perfect for setting up a campaign uh, of developing the city into a place the characters feel truly invested in. Hmm. And so, uh, yeah, it's, you know, exactly. It's something perfect to get your players, uh, you know, started, essentially. If you want to do something um, uh, that isn't uh, in the starter set or something that isn't official, if you want to do some, like, more homebrew, then go for something like this, go for, you know, go to DM skill. You'll find a ton of these. And like I said, this one's only 50 cents. Normally you're going to find a ton of stuff. That's either free or very, you know, moderately priced.
1: Heck yeah. looks like a blast.
0: Oh yeah. Like those introductory adventures are a whole lot of fun because, you know, they're, you know, they're simple, but they're fun. You know, it's like, right. Hey, like, you, you know, your player characters can't do a whole lot. And so as a result, like the onus is on the creator to make the adventure as fun as possible when you can't like mm-hmm. bust out huge spells or you're not, you know, rolling like, you know, huge amounts of damage.
1: Agreed. I like it.
0: Well, that being said, let's jump back into the end of the show. Let's talk about some more owl bear chicanery.
1: It's a good word.
0: Welcome back, and when we last left you, I was climbing a tree to escape an owlbear and mm-hmm, Mary mm-hmm. was trying to boop, said owlbear. Yes. and thus uh, being um, ripped limb from limb.
1: That's how I'm going to get taken out anyway. I'm fine with it. I've accepted it. I've
0: accepted your fate. I have. so if 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 Mary were to find herself uh you know, standing toe to toe face to face with an owlbear. What can right. we expect the owl bear to do? So an owlbear, you know, will fight with both its beak and its claws. Mm-hmm. You know, they will try to slash and grab uh prey with, you know, either one or both of its claws, mm-hmm. you know, either or crush it in a bear hug, perhaps, bite it, has any mm-hmm. number of ways to to kill and then uh or or otherwise maim its prey. Right. Uh, but however, well, you know, while having its prey in a bear hug, an owlbear could not use its claws. And so you'd think like, okay, I'm safe, right? But then there's there's that serrated beak That's that we've it. talked so much about. I think I'd rather be closer to the
1: claws than the beak.
0: I mean, there's something about I write, I mean, I've been scratched before. Like I've I've had mm-hmm. like a cat or a dog, you know, mm-hmm. scratch me with its claws. I've never had a serrated beak bite into me.
1: Yeah. Uh- yeah.
0: And even if you're somehow uh somehow able to avoid the beak, uh, which sounds like something that it's, it sounds like a nineties like catchphrase, like avoid <laughs> the beak. Uh no, avoid the beak. Uh it can use it can just use brute strength to just crush you. Oh. So yeah, it can it can either bite you or claw you or crush you to death, squeeze you to death. Mm. Uh, Owlbears also have dark vision, like, you know, just about everything in fifth edition does. Uh, So, you know, when everyone has dark vision, no one has dark vision, right? Exactly. Um, As well as having advantage on wisdom checks that involve sight or smell, which uh, would do obviously as a, as a predator, as a hunter.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Does well. So, like I said, this is, you know, it's got a relatively low AC of 13. Mm -hmm. but like i mentioned earlier this is not a like strategic cunning animal this is a purely offensive tank yeah it's an overwhelming type of attack right very little to strategize Mm as a dm you know running this bad boy you know like you've got it it's got a it's got a Mm multi-attack and you know that's all that's it's just single-minded tunnel visioned I'm going Mm -hmm. to try to kill what's in front of me before it kills me.
1: Smack it and bite it.
0: Smack it and bite it. Mm -hmm. And you might think like, okay, the AC seems fine. But those two pronged attack, like that uh, the beak attack, the bite, and then the claw attack, uh, it averages 24 hit points worth of damage.
1: Oh my gosh. I have a player that
0: could kill twice. I mean, like, yeah. So, I mean, it's, I think it's listed as a, as a encounter level three, like so around mm-hmm. third level or so, but even then, like you know you, and that's an average. That's that's right. That's you know it can obviously be lower. Right. It can. I think the highest you can go is thirty six. You know, on a non crit, but twenty four is a lot of HP for any character fifth level and under.
1: mm Hmm. Hmm. Depending on which types of characters,
0: oh. by by level. wizard.
1: Just, well we uh,
0: well we need a new wizard we need a new wizard we need a new sorcerer
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: i mean Those even wishy clerics too at the beginning i mean even even the more you know, tanky characters that like,
1: would be a lot yeah
0: still a lot for sure so i love this uh that uh owlbears actually lay eggs even though that even though they're warm-blooded you oh know, creatures they lay eggs and uh these these eggs uh, are almost a like perfect sphere Hmm. and they can lay as many as six eggs at a time and uh and also like they they can uh lay eggs like uh, they're called clutch in each clutch right and uh, several days apart huh and i mean this is this is this is only going to only going to help this is only going to encourage your booping it is. But young owl bears are called chicks or cubs. Oh. I knew it. I knew it. So you can buy an owl bear egg. Ooh. Uh, you can buy one for as low as $200 or, or 200 oh. gold pieces or as high as 2,000 gold pieces. Whereas a hatchling, like a like recently hatched owlbear, chick or cub, or even a young owlbear chick or cup can mm-hmm. be sold from anywhere from 500 gold pieces to up to 5,000 in you know Jeez. places where the market exists for that. Hmm. Unrelated so
1: who, question. Do you have like, I don't know, 2,000 to 5,000 GP I could borrow?
0: Just sitting around?
1: Yeah, just laying around? I do not. Oh, okay. So since I can't, who, okay, who would... <laughs> Who would buy that though, like logistically in all in all honesty or fairness, who would be spending that on something that is literally more than likely going to maim and murder you?
0: you know immediately, I mean, I know what the research says, and the research says that wizards are the main buyers, <laughs> and they oh. usually use the yowl bears as guardian creatures, okay however, um the way you pose that question like who who would likely has that kind of coin? And is willing to spend it on something that will likely kill it or maim it. Right. Uh, and I thought, like someone like Jeff Bezos, like the Jeff Bezos <laughs> of Faerun, you know, the the Elon Musk of Faerun, uh has the combination of you know of finance of 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 coin of money to do this, and also and the, the ego, gumption, the ego, <laughs> yeah, like oh I can, oh Albert, like oh, I'll have him, I can him, handle it, I'll ah, have the him sheer audacity, in my hands. right, just the sheer audacity. Uh, yeah i don't <laughs> so wizards and elon musk <laughs> are the main right. buyers. There um, we go. so there's also albert musk speaking which can of be, musk speaking of musk which <laughs> can be extracted um from hormonal males in you know in the middle of mating season worst and job it, ever I, yeah i can't think of you know a more yeah i mean Like, what do you do? Like, oh, I extract owlbear musk. It's like, oh, like, you must not like, you must not like to live. I mean, how how long do you think an owl bear must extractor lives for? How long oh. do you think that that job someone has that job title for?
1: Oh, gosh, there's got to be like a couple folks that are like centuries old. and They've been doing it for ages, you know, dwarves and elves that have been doing it for years. But then I feel like the turnover rate for the guys below them to take their place is pretty exactly. high.
0: I am saying that if you could probably get like three done like uh, your supervisor at that point.
1: Yeah. Like uh, you've you've survived. Good job. You're hired like, congratulations.
0: It's a dirty job, but someone has to do it. Right. Um, right. And the reason that someone has to do it is because this musk, this extracted musk mm-hmm. is so potent that just one whiff of it was enough to um, free a creature of any sort of enchantments huh? Uh, that uh, daze or stun or even dominate the mind.
1: Interesting.
0: I mean, it's like, crazy like smelling salts on on magical smelling salts
1: i was gonna call it smelling stank but all right smelling magical stank that knocks you ever
0: have you ever had to smell you smelling
1: salts no but i do have these we actually do have little uh vapo vicks vapor rub inhalers that are i guess similar ish little sniffy things but it's not smelling salts no it's it's a pleasant smell
0: oh those are wild they're absolutely wild (laughs) yeah
1: I've never uh, participated, but I've watched videos of people doing
0: it. Um. So, yeah, I can only imagine an owlbear musk. As Ooh. bad as, like, a smelling salt is. Yeah. And so you can buy um, a pouch of these, uh, usually about three uses worth, for mm-hmm. um, 500 gold pieces. So those also do not come cheap. No. So if you you've been talking this entire time, about how you want to boop an owlbear. Yeah. And how you feel like it would be possible. It has to be doable. To at least placate an owlbear in some way. hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, according to my research, it's not impossible, but it's very unlikely. Mm. It says that there, there, it is impossible to domesticate them. Oh. So at the very, you know, you, you know, you're not going to have uh, you're not going to have them curled up on the couch next to you, you know, while you, you know, watch The Last of Us on HBO Max. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. not going to happen.
1: Although if someone wants to make artwork of that, I'm cool with it. I'm I'm totally
0: down. <laughs> but you, you can tame them somewhat, although that is very difficult in and of itself. Okay. And they can be charmed or trained to a degree. Mm. although to do such a thing you would need a ton of food raw mm-hmm. meat obviously being preferable a ton of food uh, a ton of patience and above all a ton of good luck
1: oh i
0: i mm. Mm. that <laughs> I part like, i might be lacking like, the food okay there's an hb I can the, nearby yeah, I, can, I can handle the food patience i'm a mother of multiple children of course i have the patience of a saint oh the luck oh Fresh out. Uh, yeah, for all the ones that you roll, it's not... not...
1: It is unfair, <laughs> the number of ones I've rolled. And I'm convinced that roll 20 has something out against me. Like, they've got a... I don't know. There's some Like, kind Mary's of logging data. in.
0: All the bad rolls are hers. <laughs> We've been saving them up. Okay, so uh, while magic might briefly make an owlbear somewhat docile and uh-huh. receptive to training, uh, it will... Like, it's not going to retain any of that information once the spell Mm -hmm. expires
1: oh that would be a lovely strategy as a player
0: right right, just keep casting whatever spell
1: i mean yeah that way or to use it as a way to get away oh yeah to protect an area and then you flee and then by the time you're well and gone it forgets all of that ever happened and carries on with its life and you have all of your limbs hopefully
0: hopefully uh it says unfortunately the most common training method is pain. Aww. I know, I know. Particularly to have an owlbear serve as a mount. hmm You know, and although uh you know widely regarded across the, you know, Faerun, across the the world, uh by by good folk as being cruel for both the owlbear and the trainer alike, yeah. repeated heavy beatings are used to discourage the owlbear from attacking its trainer. And then subsequently, you know, the the writer.
1: That is terrifying to think of what you would consider heavy beatings
0: on an owl bear, right? On
1: an owl bear.
0: And so, of... it's you know, it works and it doesn't because on one hand, like you know, um, like it, uh, owl bear, you have you can't accomplish- see, you know, yeah, someone writing it- an owl bear, like okay, it'll, it'll accomplish
1: will- the task that was intended but what right. is the uh they don't love it i'm
0: sure oh yeah like yeah they're, they're uh they want to be i just want a dummy uh <laughs> no matter how light or even or how heavy like even if it's a little spank on the bottom or you know a, you know or how brutal it may be right. or you know how if it was just the one time or if it, if it's frequent these yeah. owl bears are going to hold a deep hatred for their trainers and then, and their riders, and will turn on them at the first sign of weakness. Ooh. So, again, I, I can't fathom just the absolute audacity of whoever is trying to quote train these owlbears and then ride them to think, like, oh, I've Jeez. got this under control.
1: I can handle it.
0: There are a rare few individuals, however. And Mary, you might be able to count yourself could among be. them.
1: Yes, we'll find out. Owlbear trainer extraordinaire.
0: Well, owlbear whisperers. Ooh, okay. Who could somehow placate an owlbear and even persuade it to follow them as a companion or guardian, at least so long as it was fed.
1: Oh, I have no problems. I feed people all the time.
0: So I, I, that. I would say that being said, you know, <laughs> I I would say if, if your player character is able to find a young owl bear mm-hmm. as a chick or a cub mm-hmm. and raise it, I would say that the owl bear, like, you know, while like, you know, never fully being domesticated or tamed, will at least show and, you know, at least show some sort of fondness for you.
1: Right. Like a mutual respect type.
0: Right. Like, okay. Like you took, like you, you saved me. You took care of me when I kind of couldn't take care of myself. You mm-hmm, feed mm-hmm. me. uh, Like, yeah, like I'll kick it with you. Owlbear Whisperer is just like,
1: hey, hey owl bear, you want some food?
0: You want that's some it? raw meat?
1: I got some meat here.
0: I mean, honestly and truthfully, that's how m- m- most of my friendships have started.
1: Hey, are you hungry?
0: Someone promising me raw meat. Hey, you want <laughs> some raw meat? Like, yeah, sure, I'll take some of that. Yeah, yeah, all right. My name is Sergio, by the way. What's your name? And... <laughs> The rest is history. You have some strange friends, my guy. I mean, come on. That's, That's fair. You, know, you count yourself among them.
1: I do. That's why I can say that with full confidence. I said it go. to my full chest.
0: Right, exactly. Like speaking from experience. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so uh, really quickly before we finish up, there are several like subspecies and variations of owlbear bear. Yeah, there is and like <laughs> I think of these as like remember like the old like Batman action figures mm-hmm. from like the mid to late 90s there was always like like arctic freeze Batman or like you
1: yes know, like jungle strike
0: Batman it's
1: just applying a different skin
0: to it I guess right I and, and, and and charging kids you know <laughs> or charging kids parents like 10 bucks for it it's like but I need that one to like I've never once seen like Batman in like jungle strike gear. Like it's just like his Batman suit, but like with camouflage kind of around <laughs> it. Still like the big yellow bat in the middle of the chest. Like,
1: yeah, that's that'll hide you. What's that giant yellow bat over there? It's nothing. I'm camouflaged. You
0: can't see me. Shh, shh, hush, shut up. Um. So uh, this reminds me a lot of it. So we have a, a snow, a snowy owl bear or an arctic owl bear. Aww. Um. Yeah, I know. It's a. It's what. Um. And it seems to be like maybe what we see in the trailer because the yeah. the plumage is more more white than anything.
1: Yeah, I see a lot of the a lot of the artwork that I see is more leans more towards the snowy owl or an arctic owl.
0: So yeah, it's which is it's a white cross uh white coated cross between Arctic owls and polar bears found in the polar regions.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. Uh then there's the giant owlbear. It's a rare solitary breed that is exceedingly dangerous. So <laughs> I like how it's like, oh, owlbears, they're they're dangerous. Have you ever heard of giant owlbears? They're exceedingly dangerous.
1: This guy. <laughs>
0: He broke the mold. They are believed to be products of magical experiments in the time uh, of netheril, okay. And they uh, once dwelled in the forests of cormier mm-hmm. but uh were nearly extinct there, it says, uh, by the year 60R. So for oh, you know, for several 15, for several centuries, several dozens of centuries. 15 so, and a half. And so, at least, and so that's mm-hmm. you know, something that maybe is the hook for an adventure that's what it sounded like to me i mean i love how a lot of this lore seems like let's just write this down and come back to it when we need an adventure idea yep uh there are winged owlbears uh you know exactly what sounds like it has Mm -hmm. wings so a flying owlbear more terrifying that is
1: Horrifying. You hear that screech and that thing just like hits you from above. You stand zero chance.
0: Uh, there is the undead owlbear. <gasps> uh, this one's awesome. Uh, known to occur with uh, when owlbear skeletons are used as guardians.
1: Oh. Uh,
0: there's the russet owlbear, which is a horrifying hybrid of owlbear and rust monster. Oh. And then there is the Shadow Owlbear. Oh, that
1: cool as hell. Which is
0: essentially like the plane of shadow version mm-hmm. of an owlbear. Uh, half Earth, uh, or half uh, Earth Elemental, uh, and half owlbear. Oh my gosh.
1: That sounds fun.
0: That sounds, yeah, that's doesn't does that sound fun as a dm
1: it sounds fun oh
0: yes as a dm as a dm throwing that at your players yeah, of course it's gonna be fun exactly and as a player it's like i hate my dm
1: apologize in advance to any of my players that are listening but i'm also (laughs) not sorry
0: you're gonna see you're you're gonna see a shadow owlbear pretty soon
1: possibly an undead one
0: well, that just about wraps it up for the owlbear. It was a lot of fun getting to know these creatures um, mm-hmm. you know, more deeply rather than just like, oh yeah, owlbears. I know I know what they're all about. Everybody knows what they are. They bite, they crush, and they claw.
1: And I have one on my desk. I have a stuffed one. It's one of the
0: Oh, that was another thing. Uh didn't make it into the notes, but uh like stuffed owlbear toys are pretty popular, like in the bigger mm-hmm. cities. Uh, around like the Forgotten Realms, like in Waterdeep mm-hmm. and stuff like that.
1: Ah, I have a uh, player character, friend of the show, Mellow. His um reborn is shaped. His reborn uh, rogue is shaped after an owl bear, like an owl bear stuffy, to act as a guardian for a. It's like a construct shaped oh, like nice. an owl bear. Yeah, to act oh, as a cool. guardian. Mm-hmm.
0: So there you have it. You are you are like a child in what you and <laughs> you and children of Waterdeep have at least one thing in common. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the D and D Lorecast. We love we love doing this up this this show every every single week, bringing Absolutely. episodes to you. Uh, it's an excuse to read and talk about Dungeons and Dragons, which you will never have to twist our arm to do. Mm-mm. Our collective it's just arm. Just one
1: more. It's it's one more excuse,
0: right? To nerd out. <laughs> to nerd out, and so, oh, like I said, we've got a ton of cool stuff planned wow. for. Uh, Gosh, the end yes. of the month as we go into year four of the D&D Lorecast. A mm-hmm. uh, bunch of cool new merch, a bunch of cool um, new ideas that we're going to bring forth, and we're glad that you're along for the ride. Absolutely. My name is Sergio.
1: And I am Mary.
0: Fare thee well, dear listener, and until we meet again, may all your 20s be natural. Thanks for listening to the Dungeons and Dragons Lorecast. If you've enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with a friend, following us on Twitter at END Lorecast, or jumping on the Robots Radio Discord to chat more with us about Dungeons and Dragons. We'll talk to you next time.
1: You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net.